Okay. Let's do this. Welcome to Well, Don't Do That, a podcast that discusses romantic relationships, familial relationships, friendships, and most importantly, the relationship with yourself. I'm Parker. And I'm Angel. And today we're talking about online dating. Uh, this is personally a topic that I, I, there wasn't really online dating whenever I was dating. So Angel is going to take the lead on this. Uh, Do you want to introduce us, Angel? Introduce us on this topic? Yes. So I have been, to some degree, online dating for about a decade, if we're being totally honest. So, like, my first boyfriend, he was an online boyfriend, and I met him on RuneScape, which (laughs) my age is definitely showing by saying that out loud. Love, love, love. So just to start us off, let's talk about a little brief history of like how online dating came about. So like originally back in when newspapers were first invented almost, you could kind of create like a classified ad in which you described in, you know, short amount of details, your ideal partner. And then people could write you and then you would like set up a meeting. And it was kind of an alternative to like meeting your future spouse at church or like at a family dinner or like a neighborhood potluck or, you know, whatever 1800s people did. (laughs) And then that continued like kind of up and to and through the 90s. And then when computers were invented, they started to little success having like algorithms in which you would like create profiles and um, you could like, they would just send you like a list of people and then you would kind of call them. And then another. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Could you imagine just like putting kind of like how much you weigh, what you look like? Like, I'm already out. I already don't like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what's interesting is that, like, you know, in the man seeks woman, blah, 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 you are picking the person yourself or you're having to contact the person who's looking for someone. And then. As soon as the internet comes around, they don't just do, like, an internet version of that. They already are, like, trying with this whole algorithm thing, which is, like, that's what Match.com does, right? Yes, and Match.com was actually the first one to do that. But before that, it was, like, really unsuccessful because people, you know, especially around, like, Y2K, did not trust the internet, especially for, Mm. like, picking a partner for them. Well, yeah, it's so new, right? I mean, like, especially if you're going from, like, uh, marrying your high school sweetheart to being like, okay, well, you know, I'm, like, looking for a very specific type of person or, like, yeah, you know. and that's an interesting point, too, is, like, you're going from looking, like, uber locally around you, like, in your town, in your neighborhood, on your street, to now with the internet, you can like find someone 20 miles away or something like that. So you're really broadening like your search. Mm-hmm. 
And another interesting but short-lived thing was video dating, which maybe some of our listeners' parents, or maybe they did themselves. I mean, I don't know who's listening. Um, You would, like, record, you sit down in front of your VHS video camera, and you would record yourself, like, talking about yourself and kind of what you were looking for, like, all your hobbies. And then you would send in the tape, and then every, like, I think it was, like, once a month or something, they'd send you a tape with just, like, a bunch of eligible, like, bachelors or bachelorettes. And you would just, like, watch them. And then if you liked someone, you would, like, call in to meet them. Wow. Um, uh, why do I feel like Ted Bundy did this? Oh, my gosh. He would, I bet you, <laughs> so successful. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, that's also so much work from the service. Like, you probably had to pay, like, a good chunk of change for that. Yeah, my dad actually did that before... He met my mom. I don't, I mean, I can't ask him, but I don't remember how much he paid or anything like that. But I do know he wore like crazy ice blue contacts to do this video. (laughs) Oh no. So I'm just imagining it was pretty Bundy-esque probably. It's probably just like, you know, a sandy haired man like staring intensely with these like freakishly icy blue eyes talking about Uh himself. For sure. Well, I'm like, what I'm wondering, so, like, that's what we all did in the past, right? So, like, what what do we have now in the world? Like, what do people, because the thing is, is that, like, obviously I've heard of Tinder, mm-hmm. right? But, like, is Tinder just for hooking up? Like, I guess I just don't understand all the different apps and stuff. Yeah, so there is, like, we're not going to even be able to talk about all of them today because there's just so many and I don't feel comfortable talking about one I haven't used personally but Mm -hmm. from my understanding when I was on tinder I maybe was on tinder for like the wrong reasons because like I was looking for like a serious boyfriend or girlfriend and it was a lot of like unsolicited dick pics and stuff cool okay great yeah and it was like well why don't you come over and it's like well you know you've asked me my favorite color and we've been talking for 15 minutes, so I'm definitely not going to drive to your house. So then what app did you have your success with? Yes. So um, for the listeners, I met my boyfriend, Charlie, on Bumble. Oh, wait. Did Charlie give you permission yes. to use his Charlie name? Yes. Charlie has okay. given... Yeah. Patient Zero is now Charlie. He's like... <laughs> Thank you. Oh, by the way, from last episode, I got in so much trouble for saying Noah's passcode on his phone. He was like, yeah, you can't give out personal information like that. I'm like, so somebody's going to listen to this, drive to our house, steal your phone, and then log into your phone? That's so like, funny <laughs> because we said he was going to be upset, and then he was. Yes. I told him he could edit it out. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> For anybody that missed in the first episode, Noah's passcode is blah, 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 Yeah, you just need to, you have to listen to the last episode to find out. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So, I had the most success with Bumble. I was also on Hinge and very briefly on OkCupid. So, those are kind of the three ones that I used that seemed more like relationship bound. Like, you were looking for a relationship but i really like bumble because you can put on your profile what you're looking for so like something casual you know 
some people put like i'm ready to get married stuff like that and then oh, cool. you can even edit your search which is what i did was my search only included men and women that said they were looking for a relationship so it kind of helped mm-hmm. me like weed out people that were just trying to like hook up yeah i bet though with that you're finding a lot of people that think they want a relationship and then so clearly don't oh my gosh that is for anybody that's online dated i'm sure that's like a pretty universal issue is that someone seems really into you or you are really like somebody and then you know you're doing like natural steps to a relationship and they realize that that's not at all what they want i was talking to this guy i can't say his name but i can give his address no i'm just kidding (laughs) So y'all can go down there and tell him, change your fucking profile, bro. Yeah. And we were talking for, like, weeks. He, like, didn't have a car, which already is like, why are you talking to somebody that don't have a car? But I I was a little more understanding than I probably would be just because of the pandemic. I know it's hit some people really hard, you know? Mm-hmm. So we were talking for, like, weeks, like, long conversations we had like video chat talked on the phone and then we met up and this guy was like a total boob like (laughs) he was so boring and also like we did like a hike and then we like watched a movie and then as I was leaving he gave me like a one-armed hug he was like, okay, bro, see you later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my God, yeah, so weird. Yeah, it was so weird. And then afterwards, I was like, I was trying to be cute. I was trying to give it a chance because I was like, maybe he was just really, really nervous. And I was like, gee, mm-hmm. I really wish I had like held your hand. And he was like, mm, I mean, I feel like hand holding is something that comes later. And I was like, later? I mean, what, what, what are we on a 10-year plan to like sex like i can't wait that long yeah yeah i'm like is this a is this a literal 12 year old <laughs> like what is exactly. happening yeah he got he was like worried about getting cuties <laughs> and also oh I, my like, god was hysterically laughing at his cat because i mean this is the fattest cat i've ever seen and the cat just like did something funny and i was laughing hysterically and the guy went <laughs> and then he looked at me and said wow i haven't laughed like that in a long time Oh, my God. That was the exact length of laugh was. (laughs) That is so weird. But these are things that you can't tell, you know, when you're online just messaging. But then conversely, I also feel like you can talk to someone that feels awkward texting. So if you Mm -hmm. kind of feel like the conversation is like, "Mm, I don't really know about this. Like, ask to do a phone call, ask to do a video chat. You definitely don't have to, like, go out and meet them if you're not comfortable. But, you know, give them a different form of, like, media in which to talk to you. Because they might just be a bad texter. Oh, yeah, so true. I definitely feel like I'm better over phone than text 100%. Because you can kind of, like, get all of your little sarcasm and such. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can definitely get, like, the nuance of the tone in which I'm saying all these jokes. Yeah, I think, like, what I have the hardest problem with understanding about the online dating, the online dating, I'm your mom, (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm everyone's mom, Um, 
is like, you know, your your profile seems like so important because it's like someone mm-hmm. could maybe see it for like, I mean, what, a second? Oh. And then just be like, just purely based on your photo, not even read anything. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a big issue is like, People are swiping so fast, so you really are giving, like, half a second of consideration to someone, and you're kind Mm -hmm. of forgetting that, like, there's someone on the other side of your phone that is, like, just as complex as you, you know, just as interesting as you, and you're not really, like, taking that into consideration, because it does almost start to feel like a video game, because, like, you're just Mm -hmm. going so quickly left and right, so I think we should talk about that next is kind of, like... You know, how to put your best foot forward when creating your profile. And most of this checklist I'm about to go over, I have to call out my boy Aziz Ansari. Hopefully he's cool with me calling him my boy. He wrote (laughs) a really amazing book called Modern Romance about, you know, how to find your soulmate in the modern world. So... A lot of the information today was tips that I read in his book and then applied to mm-hmm. myself. So I think first is going to be the pictures because humans are naturally like visual creatures. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like a lot of people claim they're reading the bios, but, you know, they might just be looking at the photos. <laughs> So Aziz says to do photos of some, this is, I'm combining the list for men and women and uh, non-binary people. So I'm just kind of making a master list of it is something adventurous, which Parker was amazing and took me to the zoo and took all these really cute photos of me. Yeah, I was basically just like, well, like. Because I remember you were kind of over online dating. Mm-hmm. You were, like, at that point whenever you came to visit me in Nashville. And I was like, well, you know, if you're going to do it, I've said, well, let's look at your profile. I'm like, and if you're going to do it, like, let's do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I feel like for your photos, yeah, something adventurous. You know, like, how can you encompass what you're all about in a photo and also like go the fuck outside where there's sun and like yeah. you know what I mean like get some good lighting there's no shame like get them angles you know what I'm saying like you know make be like listen you I need you to take some good photos and I swear to god if you don't get these angles like <laughs> yeah because if, so if you only have photos of like you in the bathroom mirror you know at your place they're not going to think you leave. You know what I mean? Like, they're only going to know what you look like <laughs> in, like, the awful, like, fluorescent lighting in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and also, I just feel like bathroom selfies, they're, I mean, are we not over that? Like, I know I'm not hip to the beat, but I feel like no, bathroom we, selfies, I definitely, we can, like, be done with yeah, those. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like you can definitely take a really cute, you know, high-angle selfie, have someone take a photo of you. You don't need to shoot it in the mirror. (laughs) Right, yes. We do have front-facing cameras now, people. Yes. Um, The other thing is I shamelessly pimped out my dog in my Mm -hmm, profile. mm -hmm. 
I mentioned him in my bio. I had a photo of the two of us. I was like, you know, I have a cute dog. So, you know, use whatever you can. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a cute new kitten, throw in a photo of you and the kitten. (laughs) Oh, totally. Because I think that, like, you know, you're with that one photo of you and your dog, you're like weeding out some people here people who don't like dogs mm, or like mm-hmm. don't like cats or like and and you're also conveying to the person that lo- is looking at that photo that like you can care for something other than yourself oh my gosh and that yeah. like you have compassion like animal lovers i feel like are you know very compassionate yeah and also I'm a plant mom. I'm a dog mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like I was putting forward that I know how to be nurturing because, you know, not everybody can take care of a pet. Yeah, I also like that you put no photos of something you've killed. Yeah, that's like the opposite of having a picture of your dog is like, look at this big <laughs> dead fish that I caught. <laughs> yeah, I also, but I mean, I guess if you're like, I'm um, looking for a a girl or a man or a person that's like, ooh, look at that big fish that I caught, that that person caught. Then you've got, I guess, I mean, if that's what you're trying to. Yeah, I. But I'm sure you get a lot of those with Georgia online dating. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I live in like a suburb of Georgia. So it's a lot of like, okay, here he is shotgunning a beer, and now here's a big dead fish, and here's some antlers on his wall, and it's just, you know. Yeah, the side that you took before that whole statement was... Yeah. (laughs) ...was amazing. Yeah, don't cut that out, Noah. Leave my sigh in there. (laughs) It's just so tired. (laughs) Yeah, and there's this funny girl. I wish I could remember her Instagram, but she reviews men's profiles of just the fish they've caught. So she's like, ooh, I like this fish. It's spiny. Or, ooh, I don't like the the expression on this one's fish. She's not even, like, talking about the men. It's just the fish. <laughs> That's so funny. I do, like, I feel like men do need a little, you know, if you're a guy or, you know, maybe just get one of your, you know, friends to look at your profile. A female friend. see what you've... A female friend. Uh, or, yeah, you know, a, I mean, a friend that is in a relationship, you know. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, yes, I definitely. And yeah, I would say uh, it should just be you yeah. and only you. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let's let's take a little aside trail to talk about this. If you if your first photo is a group photo, I'm a, a, immediately going to pick who I think is the most attractive person in that photo. And then if that is not you, I'm going to be very disappointed. I can't help it. I think I think that's like an instinct to be like, ooh, she's cute. And then you look and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's actually like the guy in the photo. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I guess if you want to round up all of your ugly friends. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a good take yeah. a photo of y'all all together and then you're like, yeah, you know, I'm the I'm the cute one, wink wink wink. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> I mean that'll backfire if you've got um someone who's into big beautiful women and you're trying to like throw your fat friend under the bus. Yeah. 
but what are you going to do? Yeah, I definitely um, have been tempted to, like, message someone and be like, gee, I'd love to meet your friends. <laughs> like, you're right. just trying to get to the friend. <laughs> just, like, send him a photo, him or her a photo, with the other person circled, and be like, do you have their number? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this is this is kind of a funny thing that happened when I was swiping on someone. This guy had a dog. She was, it was like a little white, like yappy looking dog. Sorry to all the Ugh. little white yappy dogs that are listening to this. But she looked annoying and she had like a weird <laughs> haircut. And I messaged him and on Bumble, <laughs> you the female messages first. And I messaged him and said, your dog looks like she wants to speak to the manager. And he blocked me. Like, he unmatched me. (laughs) (laughs) That is so hilarious. And I honestly... (laughs) That is so crazy. Because that is like, first of all, if you're... If you find anything funny ever, (laughs) that's a solid joke no matter what is going on. It was topical. Like, she's a Karen. That dog was definitely a Karen. It's so good. And like, and the fact that he was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not into funny stuff. I'm going to fucking block you now. No, but that is a real thing. Like, oh my God. You know, some people feel threatened if, you know, the person they're interested in is funnier than them. And I like to get that right out of the way. Like if you're not attracted to funny women, you know, sorry, not going to work out. (laughs) Exactly. And if you're sitting there like, oh, too bad, wah, wah, it's like, well, whatever, at least you didn't fucking waste your time on some unfunny, boring person. Like, yeah, I don't know. I would see, see it as a blessing. Yeah, definitely. It's helping weed it out, weed out the people you don't Mm -hmm. want. Yeah. And there was this one time, oh my gosh, this is probably when I was like in my late teens, uh, right before I moved to Nashville for college. And this guy, he was like, oh, I'd love to see more of you. And I mean, I don't know. I thought that meant like, let's go on a date. And it was just his like suave way of like asking for a nude. Okay, so I would love to see more of you is definitely something you say to a person that you want to go on a a date with. It's not romantic, like, right? Let me not just like I would rather someone say send nudes so I could be like and block. Yeah, because the way he like did like a roundabout thing, it it had me confused. I was like, so when are you free? And he was like, oh, you can send them whenever. And then that one, that's when I was like, wait, what are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it definitely sounds like, sorry, as a person who is extremely married, that cracks me up so bad. (laughs) Um, it definitely, definitely seems like the, you can, like, there are, okay, it seems like there are either, like, super reasonable people Mm -hmm. that are on there, or there's just, like, total duds, and it feels like it's, like, one or the other, (laughs) Or, it doesn't feel like there's, like, a middle ground. Yeah, there's someone that seems like either of those parties at first and then, you know, decides to switch to the other side. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I actually remember, so, like, the one okay, one time, and this was, like, I feel like this was, like, definitely before, it was after I was married, but before Clay was born, and I woke up one morning 
to a random number had sent me a ginormous um, erect penis. Oh, my And I was God. like, so, because I also think, I bet you there's, like, creeps on there, obviously, who just, like, get, like, I think, uh, like, there's, like, a group of men that get off of, like, sending you unsolicited dick pics. Like, they know better, but they, like, want to do it. It's like a virtual flasher. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Where it was just like, I'm going to, because I didn't know the number. It was like, I'm going to, it didn't, they just said nothing. It wasn't like, hey, remember me? It was like, not a wrong number. It felt like someone just put in a random number Mm -hmm. and then sent their penis out into the universe. Oh, yikes, dude. It was just like, what's happening? So I feel like, I feel like you being very much like yourself from the get-go is only gonna help you just like get through things quicker because I think a lot of the times especially whenever you're messaging someone you're like oh well I don't want to say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. and I think like overthinking what to send someone or blah 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 is just going to get you in a situation where maybe you're talking to someone who is, like, obviously not a good fit for a little too long. Yeah, definitely. I think people do that to a degree, even in in in-person dating, where, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not going to, like, unbutton your pants at dinner on the first date type of thing. But I definitely think it's easier to kind of hide certain aspects of yourself when you're online dating because you're kind of editing in real time, what you're saying right. and showing to people. And, yeah, I feel like it it just backfires if you're, you know, over-editing who you're, who you're being to someone. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely see that that's, that would be a problem for sure. So let's talk about the text aspect of your profile, so the bio. Right, so if they... Look at your photo and go, oh, let me read more about this person. And I'm the type of person where I was, the photos were cool, but I really was like, gee, I hope they're funny. So when I was mm-hmm. looking at the bio, I was checking, are they funny? And then we're going to have a, well, don't do that moment here mm. where it's like, avoid things like, I love adventure, dogs, The Office, and food. Like, do not talk well, about like, The Office. Fucking everyone loves that. Everyone, yeah. You. So the statement I just read to you could be said about anyone, okay? Well, not anyone, but most people like dogs, most people like foods, and most people like The Office. So, you know, you can just skip all, saying all of that stuff because it's kind of understood. Right. Yeah, like, I, there's no reason. I mean, yeah, that's a... Uh, an online or just like a profile cliche right oh yeah definitely i'd rather you be like kind of edgy with -hmm. your profile like you know reference an internet meme that not everybody would get you know Ooh, i like that tell me something crazy that happened to you in a bar you know what i mean like yeah can you talk about my favorite thing that you added to your profile i think i had the idea for the like describing your ideal date and then you took it 
to a beautiful, beautiful place. Yes. So my thing was, it was kind of like a bullet point. So it was like my ideal date. And then it was like a bullet point, like reaction of things that are going to happen. And it was like, you and me go to a petting zoo. We tip a cow as a distraction. I pick up a bunny. You carry me on your back while I put the bunny in my purse. And now we have a bunny. Mm-hmm. And I got a ton of like comments on that where people were like, what color is the bunny? You know, just like it gave them something to like play along with. Yeah, I that's so cute. <laughs> I definitely feel like if I was like if I had something funny and cute like that on my profile and then the first message is like someone in reference to that like that's great like that's hilarious yeah one of my ones that got away with internet dating was this guy and he had kind of the our first date thing like he almost had the same like setup as mine but his was we go to applebee's for two for 20 and then the roof collapses (laughs) killing us both instantly and it was the funniest i literally laughed out loud like lol for real and immediately like messaged him did we get our food first did we get our drinks like you know in what point of the evening did the roof collapse (laughs) did you end up going on a date with him no okay yeah unfortunately i mentioned previously that one of my exes like wanted to get engaged and i said no and i think he realized that like oh this woman is like serious like this is a woman people want to date and marry Mm. and I think that was like oh I was just looking for something more casual yeah okay yeah like what we were talking about in the first part I'm pretty sure that children refer to them as fuckboys angel oh man uh children write us in are you calling yeah let us know Please help us with our lingo. <laughs> yeah, tell me where, because I also have heard the term simp, but I don't know what the fuck that means. So if <sighs> you could just let me know, that'd be great. Yeah, please tell me what a simp is, because it sounds like just being a fucking decent human being. I was like kind of also wondering that. Like, it's like, you know, is, is it somebody trying too hard? Because like, that's okay. Yeah, I'd rather you try too hard than not at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't want someone to be a fucking asshole to me. <laughs> like, so weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, do you have anything else for the, the bio you want to talk about? Yeah, so just kind of to summarize, you know, oh, one one thing I will mention is it is very unattractive to most people if in your bio you have a wish list of the person you're looking for your bio is a description of you it shouldn't be like men under six feet need not apply you know i mean that's so you know being super picky and then being openly picky is really gross Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like oh hi alert everyone i'm shallow yeah oh most definitely and i mean i see it with guys too they're like short and curvy hit me up and it's like you know what ew like, I am short and curvy, and I will not be hitting you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I, definitely, I just think that's like, oh, I'm, I don't know. I feel like because that's the one thing that you're, like, really trying to weed out that there's probably a lot of people with online dating doing where it's like, you know, I don't know. It is very dehumanizing to just talk about someone's appearance where it's like, 
you know, whenever you are in a relationship with someone, someone can become like more or less attractive based on their behavior. My mom always says pretty is as pretty does. Mm. And I think that's very true. So I definitely think that like, and also, you know, if you see someone and maybe like their photos, not great, mm. but their bios hilarious, like message that person. Yeah. You know, I feel like some, sometimes people look like shit in photos. That's real life. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would just say, like, you know, if it was me, I think I would be just a little more open to the people who are putting themselves out there. Definitely. And, I mean, Charlie's going to listen to this. But, like, I thought Charlie was, like, okay looking. Looking at his photos. I, like, looked at his Instagram. I was like, okay. Like, he's pretty cute. And then I met up with the guy, and he had a mask on. I could only see half of his face. And I was like homie, you're hot. Like, what the heck? (laughs) And then I looked at his driver's license and his driver's license photo was way hotter than any of his dating profile pictures. I was like, so the photo that usually looks bad for people, the driver's Mm -hmm. license, you, you be looking good. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) So yeah, I think like Parker said, you know, don't worry too much about the photos. And that's why I always stress to my friends that are online dating, put a bio. Because some of them are like, well, you know, I have five photos. Is anybody going to even read the bio? The right person's going to read the bio. Because mm-hmm. they will want to know not just what you look like, but, you know, what you are like. Yeah. Do you want to go? What do you want to talk about next? I feel like we can skip to the matches because I feel like what we kind of covered their profile yeah. too. Cool, cool. Okay, yeah, um, the matches. First of all, I definitely expect... So, I saw this... Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. I definitely can't find it. Um, So, there is a subreddit that my dork of a husband uh, follows... And he's probably going to be upset about this typing in the background. But, you know, well, then have you ever thought that maybe your fucking keyboard shouldn't be so Ooh, goddamn it do loud? be click clacky. Yeah. It's like, Can who, confirm. who do you think you are? <laughs> Is that a gamer thing to have like a really loud keyboard? Um, It's like something it's called like a, I don't know. I'm just going to say something stupid. It's like a, it's not, it's like a different type of keyboard that like, specifically clickety clacks really loud (laughs) and then the motherfucker has at work he has a keyboard that has fucking nothing on it no like like letters and stuff yes (laughs) noah you're a psychopath (laughs) you're you are and he's like i do it to like because it like throws people off at work like, oh, my God. Nobody's, I um, guarantee nobody's, like, watching what letters he's pushing to, like, figure out what he's typing. <laughs> well, because apparently people will, like, are less likely to, like, get behind his computer. And I'm like, well, it's all about control for you, isn't it? <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, yes. That joke is so funny because of how our relationship is. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it is this thing. It's, um. 13 months of using Tinder. And so let me just go ahead and like put out some 
really depressing numbers real quick. Okay. Okay, so this person did 30,000, a little over 30,000 swipes. Mm. They left swiped on 20, around 26,000, right swiped on almost 4,000 or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matches was... 1,211. Oh, I thought you were saying he got no matches on all those swipes. No, but, like, this is the full breakdown. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Uh, no, so that was no matches. Then matches is 2,434. Out of that, people who then messaged him is 1,187. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I don't know if this is a man or a woman. I'm just assuming if someone put this in a graph, but that's probably sexist. <laughs> Um, and then women don't understand graphs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, I don't care about it. So, and I speak for all women. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so then for one message, um, like a quick titter tat, like a, you know, um, your dog looks like she needs to speak to the manager. (laughs) That's 734 for longer conversations 453 fucking kill me oh my gosh so never meeting is 448 and then out of all of those five dates out of the 30,000 swipes this person got five dates three of them were just one date one of them was multiple dates and then one was long-term dating yeah. So I just thought that that graph was really sad. Yeah. And it sounds like a lot, but I know for a time Bumble had like 150 swipe limit and I was hitting my limit every day. So I was swiping over 100 people every day. Oh, I wonder why they have a limit. Yeah, I don't know. It's because they want you to buy premium. Please sponsor us, though, oh. Bumble. Please do sponsor Boo. us. <laughs> but also that... Could, I mean, that graph is also, like, kind of not, it's, like, it could be good or bad, like, ha- however you perceive it. Mm-hmm. Because then it's, like, well, if someone's ghosting you, then it's, like, okay, quick, cool, like, go, go, go. I can just, like, go to the next person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can just kind of, like, get over it quickly. Yeah, and I think his, the difference in numbers between short conversation versus long conversations, I'd like to see how those conversations started. Because when I was online dating, I was getting a lot of, Hey. Oh my god. Like yeah. what do you want me to do with that? You know what I mean? Like you say mm-hmm. hey to your buddy that you know really well. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey bro. Yeah. Hey tells me, oh, you don't even have like a question for me. My my bio was hilarious. And you don't even have a question about <laughs> the bunny we stole, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so then well, okay, my question is, because I really like the idea of like, well, if Before you go on, like, a date with someone or plan to meet up with someone, like, doing a little phone conversation, doing Mm -hmm. a little video chat or whatever, I really like that. So, like, when do you know you're ready to do that? To I guess the question is, when do you know you're ready to move on to the next step? And when do you know it's time to kind of cut that conversation off? Yes. So, I, personally speaking, I decided when I wanted to talk on the phone or video chat based on how much I liked the person. Like, if he was Mm -hmm. really funny, I was like, hey, here's my number, you know, let's move to texting. Because that's a big step, too, is like, let's skip the app, let's start DMing, Mm -hmm. let's start texting. And then pretty shortly after that, if I was, like, somewhat interested, I'd be like, let, you know, call me on the phone, like, let's have a conversation. 
versus if guys were saying, or women too, because when you are interested in both, you get a lot of, like, women and their boyfriends trying to, like, add you in for, like, some spice in their relationship. That's a big thing you have to watch out for. Yeah, ew, no thank you. Yeah, they call them unicorns when you're, like, a bisexual woman that's just, like, looking to join a relationship. And I think they are unicorns because I've never met another bisexual person that, like, wanted to do that. But when someone made me uncomfortable, and it could be something really minor that made me uncomfortable, it's nice on dating apps because you can just unmatch with them. Like, I know Mm -hmm. this one guy, I, like, asked him what he was doing, and he was like, just got back from the gun range. And I was like, oh, it's Georgia. So I was like, oh, cool. You know, what do you shoot? And then he sent me a, a fucking photo of, like, and, you know, like, serious rifle. Mm. Like, not just a hunting rifle. And I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty heavy duty. And then he went proceeded to talk about, like, how he's the third wave of Black Panther and just, like, all this really uncomfortable stuff. So not only did I unmatch with him, I actually reported him to Bumble of just being, like, the kid did not stop talking about death and his guns. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's probably someone that doesn't need to be on there. Or conversely, if you're just... I hate to use the word bored because some people really are just boring on text. But if they're not showing what you deem to be enough interest in you, cut it off. Mm -hmm. Because even if you're awkward on text, if they're not, like, asking you questions or you're asking them questions, like, if there's no real back and forth, they're just like, what are you doing? Nothing much. How about you? You know. That's when I would Mm -hmm. cut it off. It's like, I'm bored. Sorry. You know, there's 150 other people I can swipe on today. Right. Like, why would you be more interesting Mm -hmm. on a phone call? Uh, Yeah, I definitely think. And I think also one thing that you told me, first of all, as someone that has been in a relationship for so long, which is really not even that long, but I think like anyone who's... This does sound exhausting. And one thing, and also, like, it sounds hard. Like, so you're putting yourself out there for, like, how many people? And then you swipe on all these people, and then they look at you, and they think, "Mm, no thanks, and then move on. And it's just like that. What I liked that you told me about Bumble is that you can, like, pause and take a break yeah even for just like 24 hours and I do think that that's important because it's like you know what would you tell someone who's feeling discouraged and a little bit like you know a little bit bad on themselves yeah after doing online dating yeah I think it's totally natural because it's you know you start to think like Parker said Why did they not swipe on me? Or, you know, Mm -hmm. why have they unmatched me? And Bumble has a great feature called Snooze where, you know, not only is it not showing people your profile, it also tells all the people you've already matched with and are talking with that you're taking a break. So I think that's a big thing is, like, take a break because if you're in a place of feeling bad about yourself, you're, I feel like you're less likely to find the person you deserve. So if you start to mm-hmm. think like, well, this person's talking to me, 
you know, that's good enough. It's not, you know, like you are allowed to be picky because it is your life. Right. Like you're online dating for yourself. Mm -hmm. So like if it feels like a grind, if it feels like something you don't want to do anymore, then don't. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the by, guys, after the pandemic's over, I'm going to give you all a whole rundown on how to just like find people out in the wild yeah this is how i found multiple dudes i would go to bars and i would that's how i'd find people or like i mean i would even like where i worked if a dude came in or like worked in the same area as me we didn't have any guys that worked for us but they like worked in the same vicinity Mm -hmm. or like friends of friends like that's how i'd find dudes so like you know maybe after the pandemic's over uh we'll we'll have to do an episode where i give you guys a rundown of like all of parker's tips and tricks yeah, <laughs> for because i feel for like, finding a person what is it irl yeah irl because parker's really good i mean parker took me out once when i was single pre-pandemic and i mean none of the guys were interested in me because parker's fucking hot but she definitely like made me feel more confident because we like got ready and then we like went to the bar and we like talked to all these people and it was really fun yeah for sure i would say that like for some people that's would be really hard to do and i totally get that anybody who has anxiety or something like that like that's a whole other that would seem like totally impossible for you so i definitely feel like it's definitely for like a you know someone who has the ability to get over that anxiety of it And because I think it's okay to not want to date like that and to really want to do it the more online dating route. Mm -hmm. I think that's totally fine. Um, Because if that like, if that kind of like app, like makes you feel more comfortable, then, you know, why not? Yeah. And I definitely feel that because we are so isolated, we're in quarantine. And then you're also isolated because you're trying to make like a human connection through this like machine. It can get you know, really frustrating and really lonely when you're trying to find somebody that way. I mean, mm-hmm. I, when, before Parker helped me with my profile, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like take like a six month break or something. Like I was yes. really thinking like some extravagant vacay from this part-time job of like online dating. And I'm really oh glad I didn't because like a week after that, I met my boyfriend. So <laughs> definitely, I think we should have like, one episode where we talk about the beginnings of our relationship because I do think mm-hmm. like that can be really interesting you know because things can be I, like in the very beginning of a relationship which I think even if you're just like messaging with someone or you go on one date with someone that's a relationship mm-hmm. you know that's like a new connection you're trying to make with someone so you know I think that can be really interesting because everybody's just like so um, trying not to be vulnerable, I guess would be the, like, you know, you're trying to like put your best foot forward and you're trying to like kind of also at the same time trying to figure out what this person's all about and if they're worth your time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, um, I mean, how do you want to, how do you want to wrap this up? I just want to say for anyone who might be online dating um, right now, or considering online dating, I hope we didn't discourage you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, the podcast is called, well, don't do that. But hopefully we gave you some things to actually do. <laughs> right. 
Well, don't do that. That consists of stop sending your penis to people. Oh, um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's a, that, but like, yeah, definitely. I think hopefully that'll give you like a good idea of like how to set up your profile and stuff. But, you know, I think what's most important to remember about dating in general is that like you need to come first, Mm -hmm. especially in the very beginnings of relationship. Like really, because once you're, you know, maybe three months down the road or you kind of finally have that conversation of like, okay, we're a boyfriend, girlfriend, we're in a committed monogamous relationship. Like then you can really start kind of like seeing how you guys are as a couple. Mm-hmm. But like at this beginning stage where you're still like looking for someone, like you are number one, you're most important. Always remember that. Yeah. And if someone doesn't want to talk to you, don't take it as any sort of reflection on yourself because I know it is very disheartening to just never get that text back. But I mean, they're loss because mm-hmm. Parker and I think you're pretty cool. exactly yeah you're amazing you're already doing the effort of putting yourself out there and that's incredible that's like a huge step on its own Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so um I think that'll kind of wrap up the episode now next episode I am so excited about this one I have so many things to say I'm so excited um, it is about ending friendships. Mm-hmm. It sounds really negative, but I promise you it will be a whole, whole friggin' episode about self-love and self-care <laughs> because ending a toxic relationship is just that. It feels good. <laughs> it doesn't feel good in the moment, but three months down the line, you'll thank yourself. Yes, exactly. All right, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you come and listen. We are going to have an episode out every week. Mm-hmm. So make sure you come back. Follow us on all the platforms. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.